happening. One, the Aam Aadmi Party has gone from a political startup to a party with control over two states and eyeing many other states. Second, the BJP has increased its attacks on them politically and is targeting them much more than they target the Congress some days. So it brings me to the question I'm exploring today. Is the Aam Aadmi Party the biggest challenger among political parties to the BJP? And who should be more afraid of them? The BJP or the Congress? You're listening to First Voice, Last Word, a weekly podcast on Indian politics. I'm Sunitra Chaudhary, National Political Editor for Hindustan Times. And in my two decades of experience, I've realized that politics is often like reality TV, full of dramatic personalities making strategic moves. But unlike the entertainment that stars provide, this actually impacts our lives. So let me take you inside these corridors of power to understand what the Netas are talking about and how their moves ripple down to us. And today, I tell you how ARP's disrupting the current power structure. To understand what's happening with ARP, I went to Parliament recently to meet their MP Sandeep Pathak, who's now their man in charge for the key election states Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh. An IIT professor till earlier this year, Pathak has all the top national and international universities on his CV and is an example of the new kind of politician that the AAP has nurtured. Wearing specs and in a button-down shirt tucked in, he doesn't even look like your average neta. For studying, I went to Hyderabad, then Pune, and then I went to Cambridge. I did my PhD from Cambridge University. Um, on, on superconducting materials, uh, Cavendish Laboratory. And then I went to Oxford University, uh, Clarendon uh, Laboratory, again uh, working on physics, photovoltaic devices. Then I went to MIT, Massachusetts Institute, uh, United States. And then I came back in 2016, joined IIT. It's an impressive CV. And apparently, the reason why he's handling all the key election states is also a strange coincidence. The story I heard, and which was later confirmed by Sandeep himself, is that while working in IIT, he always dreamt of his true calling, which was to work in politics. His academic skills made him really good with numbers, and so he would keep volunteering his time, doing surveys and other fieldwork for the party under Ashish Khetan 
who was handling at that time the Delhi Dialogue and Development Commission. Now, just before the 2017 Punjab and Delhi elections, Patak apparently sent a memo which warned that Captain Amrinder Singh and the Congress had surged ahead of AAP. No one took a volunteer's warning seriously, but when it came true, they couldn't ignore him. And it was such a coincidence on the election day. I happened to be at CM House. Uh, actually, I was meeting someone else, and this guy said that, "Hey, I'm at CM House. Would you like to come over here?" I said, "Why not?" I mean, I was very curious to go inside. You hadn't met Arvind. No, Kedri, no, yeah. never. So he invited me. This I have forgotten who that guy was, yeah. but he was lucky for me. Yeah. So I went there, and all of uh, the leaders were sitting. I was sitting a distance, far away from them, right. looking and staring at them. Right. And that's where the Ashish Khetanji was sitting there. So he looked. He just uh, spotted me, and he said, "Just come here." Yeah. Then that time he introduced me to uh, Arvindji. Said that this is uh, Sandeep, and he is the one who uh, just did the, those calculations, and he was saying this and that. That's how I said hello to Arvindji. It was on that day. That was in 2017, and since then, Pathak has become one of their in-house data scientists. A bit like what Prashant Kishore does, slicing and dicing data to help them decide on everything, from like who should be their chief ministerial candidate to the right time to announce all candidates. If you want to build an organization, if I'm a political party, mostly most of the political party organization is built. Uh, upon the fact that who knows who and how close relation with somebody else, how all these things, right? But in Amadmi Party, we developed a formula in which it's purely merit basis. Who is competent and how competent? Who is suitable for which position? If he is position for district level, he has to be at district level, Lok Sabha level, so Lok Sabha level. All these things. What are the prerequisite to become a district in charge? What are the prerequisite to become Lok Sabha in charge? What are the prerequisite to become a block or a village level? And then generally there are two types of organization. One is the lateral, uh, and the other one is the vertical. We started making vertical organization, meaning that the organization has to go all the way to booth level, all the way to village level. Then you become stronger, right? So we design. I design the entire organization sketches to how this should be, how we can do that. It's a key role for the first-time MP, but also puts him in the eye of the storm as he's taking on the BJP in Prime Minister Modi's home state, Gujarat. Very soon, after starting as a new parliamentarian. He was suspended, along with two dozen odd opposition MPs, for raising slogans and placards inside Parliament. Patak was specifically raising how the Gujarat government's policies were responsible for the death of 42 people who drank illicit liquor before he was shut down. And now look at the Gujarat. What is happening? There is there is a liquor ban. And more than seventy-five people have already died. I visited the hospital. Look at the hospital condition. Look at those who have died. They are doing all sorts of nasty things. Now it's important to understand the macro picture of this fight between the BJP and AAP on liquor policy. If you live in Delhi, you probably already know about it because our booze shops have been on a roller coaster since last year when AAP's new policy was announced. 
For the first time, they had handed over alcohol retail to private vendors, which led to this booze bonanza for customers with shops offering buy one, get one free and other such unbelievable deals. What it also did, however, was to invite major scrutiny, especially from their political rivals, the Congress and the BJP, who said that the AAP was hand in glove with private players. It all led to the Lieutenant Governor V.K. Saxena ordering a CBI probe last month. A probe into corruption for a party that prides itself in unseating the corrupt mainstream parties. AAP took back the new alcohol policy, at least for the time being, which had promised to generate revenue. But they said that the central government through the LG was yet again targeting them because they were afraid of them. तो जेल से हमें डर नहीं लगता हमें इनको थोड़ा सा ये लोग समझ लें कि इनको इनको लगता होगा जेल से हमें डर नहीं लगता तुम लोग सावरकर की औलाद हो जिसने अंग्रेजों से माफी मांगी थी हम लोग भगत सिंह की औलाद हैं हम भगत सिंह को अपना आदर्श मानते हैं जिसने अंग्रेजों के सामने झुकने से मना कर दिया और फांसी पर लटक गया हमें जेल से फांसी के फंदे से डरने लगा कई बार जेल हुआ है हम लोग एक ये सोचने की बात है कि हाथ धो के हमारे पीछे क्यों पड़े हैं आम आदमी पार्टी के पीछे क्यों पड़े इतने हमारे एमएलए को ये जेल भेज चुके सारे छूट छूट के आ गए इट्स अ क्वेश्चन वर्थ थिंकिंग अबाउट व्हाई आर सो मेनी आप लीडर्स फेसिंग एक्शन बाय एनफोर्समेंट एजेंसीज There was their Delhi Health Minister Satyendra Jain who was in charge of Himachal Pradesh before Sandeep Pathak but now he's in jail for corruption charges. The enforcement directorate says that he laundered money through shell companies to buy land in the capital and even filed a charge sheet against him. But the AAP points out that one of the CBI cases has already been closed. Then there was a case of AAP's national secretary Pankaj Gupta who was summoned by ED last year for another case of money laundering. and the new punjab mla jaswant singh he was raided by cbi in may this year for an alleged loan fraud aise mamle mein jisme cbi ki clean chit such matters where cbi has given clean chit property worth more than income the matter related to misuse of investigation agencies has again come to light satendra jain will be released soon because this is a baseless and fake case kyunki ye ek bebuniyad farzi निराधारेंसीज You know, framing charges, arresting people, or having initiating investigation against Aam Aadmi Party uh, leaders. Uh, but it is true that uh, what is happening after the electoral success of Aam Aadmi Party in Punjab and in Delhi, uh, Aam Aadmi Party is seen as a party which is going to emerge as the main challenger for BJP. May not be in 2024, but certainly in the long run. So I think there is a politics involved behind what is happening with. regard with regard to aam aadmi party government in punjab or its leader because uh, i think bjp wants to you know cut aam aadmi party to size right at the time when aam aadmi party is expanding 
In law, there's a principle of innocent till proven guilty, but in politics, perception is key. Raids, allegation, arrests and quick succession does give an impression that there has to be some bit of dodgy dealing that's leading investigators to all these ARP netas. After all, there's that old saying, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. But here's where you have to keep a couple of key facts in mind. One, guess how many cases the Enforcement Directorate was actually able to provide evidence for and which led to convictions in court. Out of the 5,422 cases they filed over 17 years, they managed to convict only 23 people. That means that if they filed 100 cases, chances are that less than one are actually bona fide. And yet, hundreds of these cases are registered. The second thing to remember is that ED cases, which by the way come directly under the central government and finance ministry, aren't the only friction point. ARP is fighting the centre on several fronts. There's the corporation elections, which were due this year in April, and which ARP was hoping to win for the first time, but they've now been put on hold. That's now being fought in courts. There's also the legal fight that the ARP government is fighting about changes to the law which enables them to run Delhi. The centre amended this to make the lieutenant governor the final word, which means that... The ARP government had no autonomy. That's why winning the majority in Punjab is such a boost for Ahmadmi Party because it's an opportunity to really show if they can perform as a full-fledged government instead of the quasi-powers that Delhi government has. And political scientists like Ashutosh Kumar of Punjab University feel that their expansion to other states depends on how they do here. Uh, so it all depends on the performance of the Aam Admi Party and whether the Aam Admi Party remains united. Because in the past we have seen that uh, there has been a lot of bickering, internal bickering and uh, the factionalism and a strong uh, leader, uh, ego fight among the leaders. But this time because they have got 92 seats, so it would be very difficult to, 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 to break the party. Uh, so it all depends on the party performance in the next four years. And it would be very premature to say that which party would be the main adversary or main uh, challenger to the Aam Admi Party. It's very clear that Aam Admi Party is going to stay in Punjab because they started their journey in 2014 and it's 2022. So they are there. And especially in the Malwa region, which has 69 seats, they have got a very strong foothold. So so you cannot discount Aam Admi Party, it is going to stay. In my opinion, Aam Admi Party is nowhere close of forming the government in Himachal or in Gujarat. But I think it would be, uh, Aam Admi Party may be able to make its presence felt in Himachal and in Gujarat. Now the question is, making presence felt is a very vague term whether Amadmi Party is going to win, you know, few seats in Himachal, few seats in Gujarat. I think it's too early to speculate anything on that. Once elections will be announced, we will look at how Amadmi Party is pitching itself, contesting for Gujarat elections and for Himachal Pradesh 
then I think the picture will be a little clearer how Amani Party is likely to perform in these two states. But I think my own sense is that I don't expect too much from Amani Party in at least in these two states in the forthcoming elections. So the experts aren't really expecting them to win in either Gujarat or Himachal Pradesh. But then who knew that AAP was going to wipe out the entire opposition in Punjab earlier this year? As I talked to Sandeep Pathak next to Central Hall in Parliament, he looked determined to outsmart Team Modi and Amit Shah. He said in Gujarat, people just wanted something different. The Gujarat model wasn't really effective in rural areas. And then in Himachal Pradesh, the promise of change in neighbouring Punjab made the AAP aspirational for voters. Maybe that's the reason the BJP was so invested in discrediting the party that barely started 10 years ago. What about the Congress, you ask? It's not clear whether they are really fighting with all the might that they have. Four months before the elections, AAP has already released its first list of candidates in Gujarat. The BJP has been in mission election mode there for a long time now, but the Congress is yet to really begin. It's dealing with party workers jumping ship. I think there is reason for Congress to be afraid of Amadmi Party as well as BJP to be afraid of Amadmi Party. But the reasons are different. Congress should be afraid of Amadmi Party because in the states where Amadmi Party is expanding, Congress is getting wiped out. The recent example of Punjab and the earlier example of Delhi. What is happening is that Amadmi Party has expanded at the cost of the support base of Congress. The entire Congress support base seems to have shifted in favor of Amadmi Party both in Delhi and in Punjab. So there is reason for Congress to be worried about expansion of Amadmi Party. But there is reason for BJP also to worry from the expansion of Amadmi Party. Because if Amadmi Party is expanding, support base is expanding, they would be seen as the challenger for BJP in coming years. It may not happen in a couple of years. It may not happen in few years. But I think in the long run, when people see that Amadmi Party is the only party which is expanding its wings, uh, not the Congress. Congress is no more the challenger. So in the long run, there is a fear for BJP that this party can emerge as a national challenger for BJP. So there is reason for BJP to worry about from the expansion of Amadmi Party. And so the slugfest will continue till December when Himachal and Gujarat go to polls. And if the AAP does well, then it will continue to 2024. I started by telling you how AAP as a startup has disrupted the system, changed the rules of the game, used conventional tools in a brand new way to reach a totally different audience. And that, for both the Congress and the BJP, is something to be afraid of. I must uh, highlight this one. We are not threat to a political party, whether it's a BJP or a Congress. We are threat to the entire conventional political system because uh, we are very new. We bring fresh air. We, our entire working functioning is based on some agenda, some model, uh, and which is very relevant to everyone, close to everyone's heart. So we are threat to every buddy who is against the fundamental rights of public. And this includes, in this case, somewhere it is BJP, somewhere it is Congress, somewhere it could be any other political party. We wouldn't care. For us, it's just our agenda. 
and we don't care who is the opponent That's it on the show you've been listening to First Voice Last Word I'm Sunitra Chaudhary This episode was produced by Deepthi Ahuja and edited by Sanju Abraham Editorial inputs were provided by Shweta Goswami Isha Zai Bhatnagar and Sneeshish Roy Do write to me about what you'd like us to cover next at Sunitra C on Twitter To stay updated on this podcast follow us at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram and all social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com and don't forget to subscribe. I'll be back again next week with another secret story of political lives. Till then, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HD Smartcast